welcome to the first episode of the Awaze podcast. I sound ecstatic because I am. <laughs> and I want to welcome the first guest. We were actually originally supposed to have a podcast together, but yeah, you know, the one we don't speak happened. <laughs> Cornelius Covidus. <laughs> but yeah, so we're here. I'll let you introduce himself, but yeah, I just want you to know that this is my longest running friend. We've known each other since sixth grade, so who better to invite for the first episode than him? So yeah, welcome to the stage, Anatoly. <laughs> 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 Thank you so much for having me, Tinsu. I'm happy that you finally decided to do this. Yeah. And I'm excited to be a part of it. Please introduce yourself. Okay. I don't know uh, where to start in the sense that I hate the introduce yourself I question. Know, <laughs> right? Because I don't know, oftentimes when I'm like meeting new people or, or in a meeting or so, the first question that you ask is introduce yourself or who's this person? Who are you as a person? And I'm like, way to send me into an existential crisis so thank early you. Yeah, you know? <laughs> thank you I needed this right now right yeah I'm like what what do I say and but you ask yourself like how do I introduce myself me as a person me as like with what I do does what I do define me and you know all of that so that's what the type of questions that are right, running in my you head you can right take now. a deep breath and tell me <laughs> whatever you want <laughs> whatever you want <laughs> I mean, so I guess the easiest way to introduce myself would be through the things that I do or like through my background. As you know, my background is in law mm-hmm. because we went to law school together. <laughs> and since graduating from law school, I've uh, worked in different uh, roles and capacities, mostly in the creative and in the art sector. Uh, and in the most current version of myself, I'm working in media. Uh, but to be honest, I'm at a transitional point in my life where I'm trying to synthesize my interest points and my expertise into something that makes sense to me. Yes. Uh, so generally, we can leave it as a creative consultant. There we go. Uh, but more specifically, I'm a work in progress. Yay! <laughs> work in progress. This is pe- this is what people forget. We're yeah. all works works in progress. Right. And then I don't think there's an end point. You're always going to be a work in progress. Yeah, there's no destination, to be honest, I think. And then also it's not a linear journey where you get from A to B to C, but rather... I think it's, it's more up, like, down, yeah, sideways, cyclical. backwards. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. I'm, absolutely. Yeah. So since I've already introduced you as my friend, I think this is something I've been wanting to speak on and most people are like shy to speak about. And it's like, you know, friendship, relationship, it's the least studied aspect mm. of relationships, like relationships between partners and yeah. have been studied, you know, family relationships, Manam and Negar, it's been studied, but people who are platonic, platonic yeah. friends, but platonic friends have not been discussed or studied as much. So mm. that's what I wanted to, who, who better to talk about this with than you. So yeah, like, let's, let's start with like easy questions. Like, what do you look for in a friend? I mean, I think what I look for in a friend now, and then compared to what I looked for in a friend before, uh, when I was younger, for example, has completely shifted. I think particularly uh, the pandemic has forced all of us to kind of like slow down and ask ourselves so many questions that we usually didn't have the chance or the opportunity to ask ourselves and to really sit with ourselves and redefine certain things. So for me, one of the things that the pandemic 
brought into question, particularly when you know suddenly you can't see people, you can't see your friends, yeah, and or your only interaction was, at least in the beginning part, was limited to uh, social media or, you know, phone screens. It made me question and uh, redefine what friendship really means to me. And it kind of allowed me to honestly uh, filter out the type of interactions and the type of relationships that I value. So for me right now, uh, friendship or what I look for in friendship is ease. 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 Okay. I'm like, yeah. And what is and, it next? No, yeah, it is <laughs> yeah, it's ease. ease. You okay. know what I mean? Like, I'm at a point in my life where I really don't want to strain myself to maintain these unrealistic expectations of even what friendships are meant to be, you know? When we were in college, for example, or when we were younger, we would expect, oh, a friend is somebody that I can talk to, a friend is somebody that I can talk to everything about, or that I can see every day with constant communications or that. No. You know what I mean? I think life gets in the way and then the more you grow up and the more you adult, (laughs) unfortunately, (laughs) (laughs) uh, you're uh, faced with these type of interactions that are no longer fit the definitions of friendship that you had before yeah. and like i said for me i want my relationships and any interaction that i have particularly with my friends to be easy where i don't have to try so hard. to be somebody else yeah. that i'm not to act a certain way to not also to to not hide my feelings you know what i mean i just want to be present the way that i am and know and expect those people that I call my friends to accommodate that for me the same way that I can accommodate that for them too so that's I think yeah the most important thing is ease I don't want these high maintenance type of relationships none of us have time for that literally nobody have nobody has time and you're right like the pandemic definitely made that very apparent like and then those relationships that you've maintained through it all I feel like you've overcome like a barrier mm-hmm. like That's, a filter yeah you've gotten really closer because you understand each other and you see each other much more differently because we are all going through completely unprecedented uh, experiences right <laughs> and we are all going through so many things that we were not even able to articulate i was able to articulate some of them through my friends or through conversations with my with friends and reassess and redefine whatever it is that we held on to or like whatever meanings that we held on to prior prior to, to the, yeah, pandemic, the pandemic yeah. i don't want to get canceled i not canceled but i feel like the algorithm is going to be like um, did they say COVID? Like, fuck these guys. We're not supposed to say COVID. No, 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 no. I mean, I've seen people on YouTube. They're like, yeah, and I'm like, like and they just call pan, it something. Yeah, panini, panaroma. Yeah, I've heard exactly. that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, like, do we need to come up with a code no, name? I, I think it's okay. I think the podcast realm is safe. I think that's a very, that's a very good thing. So, you're in a foreign country, you're making new friends. And... Uh, now knowing what you know now what are the top three things you would look for to befriend someone or is it just oh it's easy to hang out with this person so I could just like vibe with them or do you like is there like boxes that you need to tick for you to open up with your vulnerability with your knowledge I mean to be honest with you I haven't made new friends in such a long time I know. so I'm like a terrible person to answer this question <laughs> I know 
yeah you know because right now my philosophy when it comes to relationships particularly platonic relationships is to care for a limited number of people but to do it well you know uh, uh, i don't want to overextend myself uh, with knowing so many people and trying to please uh, a lot of people that i would consider quote unquote friends mm-hmm. but for me is to kind of really understand the needs of those that i care about and those that are close to me so time really does play a play huge part a, a role into it yeah you can't just become best friends with somebody immediately but i would say the most important thing for me would be i think energy i think the vibe of a person immediately i think there are people that i've met even recently just connected with immediately you know what i mean there's certain people that put you at ease there's certain people that come with a certain energy that or vibration that really aligns with your own vibration yeah. so i think for me i guess we just check out the vibes if the vibes are right we suss out the then, vibes then yeah, yeah then we'll put time into yeah. it and then see how those relationship that, that relationship builds and yeah. progresses that makes so much sense but the most important part honestly i think is that energy yeah. and that vibes i completely agree with you and i feel like you know the people who are going to be either listening to this podcast or in passing hear it might be people who are in high school or just entering college manamen and then you know that pressure of having to acclimate to mm. the environment you have to have a group of friends and you have to yeah. have that one friend that you're just like to the tooth and nail just know mm. everything about them you know i feel like we've been brainwashed by movies as well you know remember yeah. mean girls yeah. like yeah people are trying to what's it called perpetuate and you know pretend, emulate those emulate those, type those types of relationships too. and yeah. yeah which leads me up to my next question what is it like a group of friends or like one good friend like which one would you prefer i mean for me again like i said a mix of both yeah. because you can't expect to have the same type of relationship with everybody or the same type of um closeness with everyone or, or you can't also exp- it's also a lot of pressure to put on one person one person to Jesus. really you know deal with all of your the baggage. multitude of <laughs> your, <laughs> yeah. your baggage i was trying to be nice let's call it what it is it's baggage <laughs> i was trying to be nice but yeah all of your baggage it's too much to put on on one person and it's honestly it's not even fair to put that on one person That's true. and the type of relationship the way you interact with one person would be different with your other friend or another friend the type of conversation that you have the type of point of views that they would give you the type of advice that they would give you yeah. you know and usually also we think that friends have to be people that have to be agreeable to us 100% always but you don't that's actually not helpful honestly if you yes you need to have certain level of understanding and shared values where you agree on but if you don't have that different perspectives then you're not really growing as people and if you don't grow as people then what's the point of maintaining yeah like why are you here it's true you have to grow together yeah. and you have to there needs to be a feeding element you know what i mean you need to feed each other's energies whether it's like it doesn't have to necessarily be professional advice but you know let's let's both aim for higher you know yeah, let's absolutely let's help each other let's help each other you know get up yeah so you still have an answer though like so a mix you said a mix i, I think a mix of both you let you know 
Why? You need close friends. You need. You do definitely you need needs close friends, but it would help if those friends are in the same circle. Yeah. You know what I mean. So that way, you don't have to again overextend yourself trying to kind of uh, appease different、yeah. types of groups. You know, or like groups that don't move in the same. Not necessarily circle, but like not vibes as well. Vibes, you know what I like mean? no, like you might have friends that particularly like going to I don't know jazz festivals and chilling, and, and then there's another group of people who are just like yeah we're going to a club,、yeah. and then another club, and、not、another club, club. Bus. <laughs> no <Another> sleep. Bus. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah. You have different groups for different things, yeah. Yeah, but for me, I I guess I would say if I have to really answer that question, then I I think a group of Friends,、uh, small group of friends with different interactions. Because for me personally, I know if I want somebody to tell me to get my shit together, I know which friend to go to. I to know. To. And if I want somebody to listen to me, I know where、mm-hmm. to go to. You know, so that you、mm-hmm. have different perspectives from everybody. Everybody. Yeah, yeah, you know where to go. Yeah, if you're just if you need someone to cuss you out and. Tell you to stop being a baby. Yeah, yeah. You know who to go to. I know exactly who I have in mind. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So my, oh, my next question is fallouts, fallouts in Mm. in friendships. So it happens often, and unless there's a filter for you to sieve out who you're going to be friends with, what in particular do you do? So do you? Have a formal breakup conversation with your friends, or do you do an easy fade out? I think it depends on the context. Sometimes it's important to kind of have a sit down and say, "Hey, these are my values. These are yours. They might not necessarily align, or like these are my boundaries." And you've crossed them, or I no longer want you to be in my space. It's You can、yeah. have those conversations. Have you had those conversations before? So I've had those conversations, but it was again, it was a mix of both. Where we had those, we had those conversations, and then realized, oh, okay, this is where it ends. But then the other person was not again understanding my boundaries. So、oh. I also just like let it, it die faded out. Faded out yeah, on its own. Out. So you did a combo of the yeah. both. Yeah. No, I'm the easy fade out. I'm just like, oops! I didn't see your text. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm a mute, and、no. then I'm a mute and leave. No, but sometimes that's also very necessary. You know, I was having a conversation with one of our friends the other day, and we were talking about closure, and we, you know, we tend to romanticize endings, right? We tend to romanticize closure too. You I expect、know. to get closure. You wanna closure feel a certain way. Closure is not a good or, thing. Yeah, but sometimes、okay. you know the way to move on is just moving on. Yeah. And like, if the friendship fizzled out, it fizzled out. You don't necessarily have to talk about it. You don't necessarily have to also put that pressure on yourself. And you also don't have to make it negative. Yeah. You know? It just doesn't. doesn't it's a、out. natural cycle. Like, yo, we die. People die. <laughs> Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? People die,、yeah. and like I'm out here supposed to feel bad or like feel this pressure. But again, this is not to say friendships cannot are not special. You no, know what I mean? No, like no. friendships are for me. My friends are one of the the most important people. I think, aside from my immediate family, my friends are my world. I guess、yeah. you know. 
But at the same time, that type of thinking can also be a trap where, you know what I mean? Where you kind of put this pressure on yourself to maintain pressure, certain yeah. relationships that you no, lo- no longer serve Serves you. Serves you or the other person. Yeah. But, you know, it's like you're stuck in this masochism you know you're you're inflicting pain in each other but like yeah. for some reason i guess you yeah, enjoy it because it's the norm <laughs> yeah the, and then you yeah, just l- no, let it i feel like it's the same thing yeah. that happens all the time and i feel like i don't know if it happens in your family but extended family mm-hmm. can be also very toxic you know what Absolutely. i mean and then people have the need to not break those relationships up because of the norm of oh my god it's blood though like, yeah and yeah, blood is thicker than the water. water yeah and it also stinks no but let and me tell sticky. you let me tell you the term blood is thicker than water is actually misquoted one of the most misquoted really yeah the original term it actually means the opposite so it says the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb no okay it's that's where the blood is thicker than water okay it's been adopted which is to mean the relationships that you build are much more important than relationships from like blood and the womb of the water my that's actually the original saying oh my god (laughs) i had no idea i swear to god my mind is blown yeah and but we have these attachments to these blood relationships yeah and And even though that person is like stabbing you every day but you're still inviting them for coffee with the risk of them poisoning your coffee just because look Zemet. so I think you're right you're right closure is overrated yeah <laughs> <laughs> absolutely honestly and then also another thing we expect always to get closure from the other person from the other person yeah like the wound has healed it's dried you unravel the like the bandage yeah. and then cut it open and just being like where's my closure and then you, you want that person to just come in and like stitch it for you yeah no way leave it alone yeah. leave yeah. it alone stop touching it <laughs> <laughs> okay um yeah like we were talking about helping each other climb up the ladder in in a sense, you know, in life, your friends need to build you up. You don't need anybody in your life that's like, Absolutely. you know, if, like if, if sucking your energy to your personal development and your growth. Exactly. And what's the point? Yeah. So I want to ask, do you believe in the cliche that you're the sum of the five people you hang out with? Like, show me who your friends are and I'll show you I who sh- you are. I mean, I, I can understand the show me who your friends are and I'll show you who you are. Because naturally, the more you spend time with people, the more you kind of develop common traits. I think I do believe in that, but a sum of... The sum of the five the people, five people that you spend the most time with, yeah. I'm not so sure about that, because for me, I feel like that takes away your agency as a person, you know what I mean? If five relationships are a reflection of yourself, then, like, who are you, you know what I mean? Where yeah. is that uh, individuality? Where is that agency that you have in yourself? So I do not agree with that statement, mm. but I do agree with the first With, with the, the second, second one. one. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Now that you say it, I see that it does take away your agency and be like, oh, I'm just an empty shell until yeah. the five people I hang <laughs> out with pour, you know, some life back into yeah. me. Yeah, that makes, that doesn't make sense. But do you believe that you need to have success friends in order to be successful mm, yes or and no okay you know the people that you surround yourself will undoubtedly influence your actions or aspirations, aspirations or whatever yeah. right 
they do influence or it can be an inspiration point if you see somebody thriving mm-hmm. then it motivates you That's to true. to thrive too and not and again doesn't necessarily have to come from that sense of competition but knowing that your friends are doing well kind of pushes you to really do well too yeah, yeah. and people are always trying to better themselves constantly striving to like you know climb up that yeah. ladder or just i don't know try to make up a balloon so they can float up yeah. to the to the top instead you know so yeah so i wanted to get into the subject of self-help what do you think of self-help is self-help a scam self-help books self-help mm-hmm. podcasts self-help youtube videos alternatives uh yeah yeah intense i mean so essentially self-help means self-improvement right yes so that on its own it's great mm. just the idea of like self-improvement i think a person wanting to improve themselves it doesn't matter be it through a, a self-help book a podcast or whatever i think they should be appreciated and encouraged to do that right but i think it goes back to the commodification of self-help yeah. or commodification of all of these uh, the books the podcasts and all of that you know i think some of the books are from a very capitalistic point of view they're telling you how to influence people how to be a successful this person yeah. how to do that blah, how blah, to blah. seduce these people yeah. and yeah. influence friends like i think there was a there's this book right i haven't read it but even from the title for me it kind of puts me off yeah, same. ways to influence people and relationships yeah. and all of that i understand yeah. it might it's from a, a communication and a networking aspect body of it. language man. yeah it's coaching yeah but for me i think it goes back to um Um, these books are telling you how to be successful in a capitalist world yeah. how to contribute to the system and more often than not they're telling you that you're not there yet yeah and that you have so much things to do to get there and they're selling you so many books at the end of the day they're yeah. selling you books and That's you're true. buying it one about habit another one on, about leadership and all of that all of that yeah. but essentially you know at its core self help or so any form of self improvement i think it's something that's valuable and whoever is embarking in that journey should always be uh, applauded for it and encouraged yeah yeah it's definitely come out of it because there's literally 5000 books on how to be a millionaire mm-hmm. and then there's 5000 books about how to cope with low self esteem because this book is telling you one book is telling you oh these are five things that you need to do by this weekend yeah. to become a millionaire and then during that weekend if you don't end up being a millionaire right next to that book there's it tells one. there's another yeah. one telling you how to cope with low self esteem because you couldn't <laughs> you couldn't reach the yeah. pillar of those yeah. of the other book so so it's it's basically telling you there's an equation to success mm-hmm. and it takes away the the responsibility that the system plays like exactly. where were you born what school did you go to manam manam there's so many things in life that are rooted against you and it puts all the responsibility on you it's you that's not good enough yeah. it's you who's contributing to the fact that you're not successful and that part i think it really grinds my gears in the sense mm. of yeah it's a whole lot of things that don't that contribute to you not being successful yeah absolutely like you said it's an equation right yeah. and then my math is a bit rusty but i know equations also have they're not just 1 plus 1 equals 2 yeah 
there's a lot of variables you know, that you can't really account for. And then another thing is that most of these self-help books, or at least the mainstream ones, are very much from the side of the Western point of view and Western white middle class point of view, which doesn't necessarily oh God, so applies to those of us living in the global south. There's so many cultural considerations that you need to put into consideration, right? Mm. For example, we mentioned Yuluinta earlier. That's something that's very unique to Ethiopia. And there there are other social uh, behaviors that you these uh, self-help books don't really account for but i think it's all about understanding whatever first of all whatever it is you can't take it 100 right you need to be able to kind of really tailor it and apply it to your own life and to your own context and obviously that job or that responsibility to do that is on you you can't expect a white middle class or high class um writer to think of you or to put your context uh, or your situation in consideration when they're framing whatever it is that they're framing and the advice yeah. that they're giving Does you, right? John Snow know about your life? <laughs> like, just, I was going to say, does John Smith know about your life? <laughs> Speaking of John, John Snow, Snow House of Dragons. The, yeah, are you watching? No, I haven't watched it yet. I'm waiting. Are you watching House of Dragons? I do. I am. I Have watched you started it. it? Yeah, I watched two episodes. I mean, the two episodes that are out. It's cute. Okay, I'll take your word for it. I'm just it's like, I was cute. I mean, it's cute in the sense is that I it's too early for me to make any kind of like judgments or okay. anything. It's still setting up the story and setting up the world, but it's nice to be oh, back. I can't wait to be back in that world yeah. again. I want them to make all the sequels. I want all the sequels. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Fun question segment. Pew, pew, pew. I don't have a name for it yet. (laughs) We'll call it the fun question segment for now. So what songs remind you of your childhood? Um, You can name a few. Okay. I have a lot of songs. I always say one of my first introduction to Western music from ETV, which I will never forget, is uh, Share, Believe and Michael Jackson, Billie Jean. Oh. And then there's this Afanoromo song. I don't really remember, but this guy with the long hair. Mm. It's like, see, 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 Tokiya. I will try to find it and put it in. Please find it. distinct memories of it playing on TV and then also this one distinct memory where just randomly my dad was dancing to it you know just grooving around to it and then my mom joins him and then my sister she's so young and she starts <laughs> dancing and then I was like okay now I felt left out and yeah. I <laughs> remember joining them and I remember a dance party in our living room Yay, to that song dance party. so that would always remind me to my childhood That's and there's the Alibira song of course Those are, those are nice. I love that. Yay. That's so nice. Okay, I have one more. I mean, I have two more, but... Okay, so, 
imagine this. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. It's 150 years in the future. Okay. And it's the apocalypse, of course. We have like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of course. And, yeah. uh, it's 150 years and all that's left is a book about your life. When the aliens find our planet. Okay, so let me start over. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm just like, a book about my life? Like, <laughs> first of all, why? My brain said, hold up, wait a minute. <laughs> Suddenly, right? <laughs> okay, okay. So, we're all dead. Start from the beginning. Okay, yeah. in 150 years, we're all dead. It's the apocalypse. I'm dead too? Yeah, you're dead too. Everybody's dead. There's no human beings on the planet. There's no organic life. Okay? And then uh, aliens come to the planet and they find this book. Okay. Which is about your life. So, what would the title be? And what would the blurb be for the book? Damn. This is, like, a serious question. It's, it, <laughs> it feels like it's not, but... Hmm. But, no, but that's all the the aliens have to remember humanity. You yeah. know what I mean? And then they find your book. They're just like, oh, this planet used to be... Used inhabited to have life. Inhabited by people. Inhabited by people. Yeah. And then they find a book about your life. And then what is that book called? And what's the blurb? You know? What does it tell us about? So, I guess... The title would be... Don't ask me why. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, so the title would be The Crossing. The Crossing. Mm-hmm. Wow. As in, like... Yeah, you know, a sidewalk. Yeah. No. The or, Cross. None. <laughs> <laughs> Think of it more as as in, like, in these movies uh, when they're trying to, like, cross from one, one shore to another... Mm. Right, so like more of like a transition. I mean, I don't want it to be a basic as memoir. Yeah. So it would be like a fiction uh. story type of situation, but like about my life. Mm-hmm. Think very uh, Afrofuturistic. So they would. Would it be a graphic novel? <laughs> it's a graphic novel. <laughs> 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 Yay! <laughs> it's a graphic novel. It's decided. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I like that. Since we're down and, you know, in the dark side of things, what would you pick for your last meal? I'm not a foodie, so... <laughs> I'll starve. I'll, yeah. have, I'll have an espresso. Yeah, uh, but I mean, furfur is my favorite food. Oh, furfur. So, yeah, furfur is kind of my... Furfur? Any type of furfur. So, it's my comfort food. She's so versatile. You can have it for breakfast, lunch, dinner, midnight yeah. snack or whatever so that's true and you know tips fur fur on ta fur fur normal fur 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 if I had to choose I guess I would choose fur fur but honestly speaking I would spend my last time on earth or whatever alive eating (laughs) (laughs) what would you rather be doing I don't know listening to music okay okay you can have music music okay is it like a song or an album (laughs) it's one song uh, any song from uh, Salon's A Seat at the Table album. Aww, any song from that that's album. That's nice. Yeah. That's sweet. Even the transition or even the interludes. The interludes. I like that. 
Okay. Final question. Like, are you trash? <laughs> Do you identify as garbage? Uh, <laughs> excuse me? <laughs> no. I mean, people have a certain <laughs> image about themselves, you know what I mean? And it's just like... <laughs> And then, and then your first, and then your question is like, trash do you, do you is believe the person trash? that comes to you. <laughs> I mean, I don't consider myself to be all that, to be honest. Okay. You know what I mean? But I do not consider myself to trash. be trash. But if I uh, if I was trash, I wouldn't be plastic. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Easily. Compostable. compostable yeah like because i also don't want to be permanent you know what i mean this idea of like you know you put this when you asked oh 150 years from now and then like a book i'm like i wish i hope mine would burn or like <laughs> if it's a fire apocalypse burn in the fire <laughs> yeah. or what i don't ha- i don't in want that pressure explosion. of like having to uh, represent all of humanity yeah I mean humanity is trash first of all (laughs) earth is ghetto garbage but yeah no I don't want to be that poster child or whatever you know what I mean I would rather be I don't know part of the statistics yeah you want to be a statistics there might have been yeah, yeah 10 billion people with the way we're breeding well, not 10 is definitely up for is in our horizon like it's, it's like tomorrow up. it's coming up. yeah like, people be fucking coming right up coming right up 10, <laughs> 10 million, million humans <laughs> welcome to the stage 10 billion humans <laughs> yeah applause applause <laughs> yay so thank you so much for coming and being my first guest. Thank, thank you, you so for much. having me. I appreciate you. Oh, wow. Look, you made it to the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. Please rate me out of five on wherever you're listening to this podcast and let me know what you guys want to hear next. And if you have any questions that you'd like me to answer, DM me on the Awazi podcast Instagram and have a great rest of your day.